She'd waked, as she'd known she would, at about one-thirty, and in her jet lag and confusion, she didn't know where she was, or even, for just a second or two, who she was. She'd felt this way only a few times before in her life, in childhood mostly, a disorientation so profound that it momentarily wiped her consciousness clean. It left her breathless now, too, her heart knocking hard in her chest as she lay there, slowly feeling the room and her life, her sense of being precisely herself, Frankie, return and settle around her. It took her a few seconds longer than that, though, to understand why she might be here, in this room that meant summer, family. She lay still for a while, feeling her body grow calm again, taking in the familiar shapes in the dark around her. The clock next to her on the bedside table glowed greenly, now one forty, now one forty-five. She turned on her back and stretched. She heard an animal screech somewhere far off, and the tick of something shifting somewhere in the old house. Two o'clock. Okay, sleep wasn't going to come again for a while. She got up. She dressed in the dark, pulling on the same clothes she'd shed onto the floor five hours earlier, when she'd come, exhausted, upstairs to bed. Carrying her shoes in her hand, she went into the black hall, found the stairs, then the smooth wooden handrail, and descended slowly, each step loudly protesting her weight, even though she tried to stay at their edges on the way down. The bright moonlight fell into the living room, clearly delineating the furniture. She could see the deep old slipped-covered chairs hunkered companionably by the fireplace. This was where her parents sat on chilly nights, usually reading. The couch was turned toward the view of the mountains. Behind it, the globe of the earth with its obsolete borders and nations was bulbous in its wooden stand. The chest of drawers that held dress-ups and puzzles and games, Monopoly and Clue, Parcheesi, Scrabble, was a large, dark block in the far corner of the room. She could hear her parents twinned snoring from their bedroom in the new wing down the hall from the kitchen. The wing they'd built this past year because they were retiring, retiring to this farmhouse they had used as a summer home for as long as Frankie could remember. She stood still and listened for a long moment. She thought she could distinguish one from another, her father's snores low and regular, the proverbial sawing of logs, her mother's more intermittent, more fluttery. She thought of their faces as they'd looked at the dining room table earlier tonight. Both turned to her inquisitively, both seeming to ask to understand something of who she was now, both seeming to want something from her, something she could feel herself pulling against giving, as usual. She had a sense, suddenly, of how useless it was, that reflex. Probably they were just being polite. Probably the questions they were asking had been designed to keep the sense of a conversation going. Her resistance seemed to her now the residue of some childish impulse that had stayed with her into adulthood, the impulse to keep her life from them, not to let them own it. She sat down in one of the chairs by the fireplace. As she bent to pull on her shoes, the smell of old ashes rose toward her, and she felt flooded with a sense of nostalgia, but a kind of aimless nostalgia. She couldn't locate its source, 
Nostalgia for this place? For something in her past here? Or, perhaps, lost to her in her past elsewhere? She sat there for a long moment, swept by this formless, hungry feeling. Then she stood up, walked through the dining room, the kitchen, and came outside, setting the screen door of the little porch carefully, soundlessly, back into its wooden frame.